Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Talk Cash or Don't Speak podcast. I'm your host, John Odebo, also known as Johnny Debs. Hope you're ready for today's episode. Let's get it. People, you are tuned into a rant-style personal finance podcast. If you're looking for someone to get in your face about personal finance and investing topics, I'm definitely your guy. The motto on this show is talk cash or don't speak. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Thank you for joining for another episode of the Talk Cash or Don't Speak podcast. I'm your host, John Odebo. Appreciate you listening, and I appreciate you sharing with a friend because I know we haven't mutually agree to do that yet, but I know I know that's what you're about to do after you love this episode. Um, today is part two with Dennis Regalado. We did part one last week, and this is part two. We covered a lot of great stuff, uh, jam-packed a bunch of information into a whole uh, another episode here. But after, after that last episode, um, I made a little like jab at Lincoln, Nebraska in the beginning and I just, I need my followers, my fans to stand up for me here. The people of Lincoln, Nebraska are coming for me. Uh, I, I need protection, people. They're, they're farmers. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're working at the Omaha Stakes. And I just, I need some protection. If anybody's interested in being a bodyguard, now taking, um, taking interest and taking interviews for that. Um, but, I mean, here's a gem of wisdom, too, that maybe you can, like, save me. Like, I talk so much shit on here for a reason, but I, I haven't really been beaten up yet because like I'm I'm one, I'm huge and I have a very intimidating presence. Uh <laughs> and two, because I, I talk and I instigate, but I also create and provide value, yo, and, and people respect that. So um Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, DM me. We'll we'll work something out. I'll I'll get you like a stock tip. Actually, Speaking of stock tips, and this is not financial advice. This is just something that we kind of mentioned in the episode here. We we talked about PayPal a little bit, and I actually made uh, an error where I, I compared PayPal to Venmo. But when we talk about stocks and, and investing in each of them, PayPal owns Venmo. So I kind of caught that. My bad on that one. I was trying to compare PayPal to Square, which also is another stock that I'm in and, and I like a lot. But um, PayPal reported earnings this week and then actually uh they reported week like revenue projections moving forward and so they took a big tumble the stock uh tumbled like 12 or 13 percent and they were trading around like 280 or something 290 and now they're down around 200 uh i'm picking up some paypal shares everybody uh because i do i do think that they'll get over this right it's just you got to look for dips. You got to look for opportunities to buy good companies at a discount. And so I, this is one opportunity that I'm dipping in to, uh, to buy PayPal. Another mistake I made on this episode, um, Wayfair was the furniture company I was referring to, not Poshmark. So uh, there was a conspiracy theory, like I think it was during the pandemic that Wayfair was able to charge so much for their furniture because they were – uh, like trafficking people in in the furniture or with like the furniture. So yeah, the wanted to make sure that I got you some correct info there. 
Um, this is a really fun episode because we talked about a couple of different things than we did on the first one. Uh, obviously, we, we drop uh, some info on your favorite furniture store and, and some of your favorite fintech technologies. But um, stay tuned because I think uh, you're going to be able to pick up some good stuff here. We talk about Joe Biden's Build America back plan and how that might affect 401ks and, and retirement investing. We talk a little bit about buying a second property, whether that's for investment, whether that's your beach house. But also um, talk about at, at the end there how to instill financial literacy in your kids. Like how can you give them opportunity and like be financially well off and have them not worry about money, but also have them have the right mindset to then go out and get money of their own. Jam-packed episode. Tune in, share with a friend, follow on Instagram at TopCashPod. Hit me up with any uh, new requests that you might have on topics. We're going into the holiday season here. I have a couple episodes I'm planning on cranking out. Uh, for you to listen during travel season, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever. And um, I want to make sure that I have enough content out there for you to tap in to your ear. All right. Here you go, guys. Enjoy the episode. So let's, let's just let's talk about, I guess, right now what you're talking about with the you're going to try to buy the house in the mountains oh, and yeah, do, a, yeah. do a little real estate investing yourself. Yeah, yeah. Less less Airbnb, more like. Uh, well, we're Airbnb this now whenever we're on vacation. So okay. don't forget, guys, use your assets. Don't let it sit. If your house is by itself, like, guys, we do, we clean, okay, so time is money, right? That's an important one. Uh, we both work from home. We have a dog. We get our house cleaned once a month, mm -hmm. and I've done the math. For me to spend four hours cleaning on one day, it's cheaper to hire somebody to clean my house. Yeah. All right? So, yeah, it's cheap to hire. It's like a hundred bucks maybe, too. hundred fifty for this whole Yeah, month. so like a month. That's, that's fine. That's insane. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, people don't realize how cheap it is to have people come and do tasks for you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I could ra I'd rather spend that four hours researching on some kind of social arbitration stock, which we'll talk about later. But um, yeah, so pretty much uh, we are renting out our place pretty much Thanksgiving, Christmas. We're not home. Yeah. Or any vacation. We go camping. It's going to be rented out. And uh, so the way you do math for Airbnb, just think about it. If you were to have a full rental, it's about 17 days is the average. Okay. And always charge about $100. 17 Days is the average Airbnb rental? Like if you have full time. Okay, okay, okay. A month. A month. Okay, okay. So yeah. like just over half the month. Okay, Yeah, cool. over the half month. And then the way you calculate it per person, for people that have never done this, it's usually $100 per person. Okay. Okay, so... So like per room, per, or per head. Per bed, per yeah. head. So okay, like cool. This is a queen bed, this is a Murphy bed. So you charge $200 for that roughly, or...? No, so 600 because I can have a master bed. Oh, well, bed, I meant for that queen, that's like 200 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. 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 Okay. And that's the way you do it. And the way to negotiate, the way to lower it to make it seem cheaper, is raise the cleaning fee higher. So remember that, like, they don't see the cleaning fee to the end. Yeah. No. When they're checking out, right? During COVID, I had a place. Uh, we were gonna book a place, and I was like, the cleaning fee was like six hundred dollars. And I was like, no. I was like, just but it was cheaper at first, right? You thought it was cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what people do. It's yeah. just the minute. I'm not gonna do that shit though. Fuck that. I'll go to the hotel. <laughs> We're going to the Hojo's. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just, just remember that, guys. That's the way you price your Airbnb and then look around the neighborhood what people are charging, right? That's what we did. I mean, that makes sense. And, and this is a good part of Denver, too, where, like, people can drive five minutes to downtown and still get, like, a neighborhood right feel. Oh, yeah, 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 right there, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's one thing I'm doing here to make sure the mortgage is covered now. Like, it, 
honestly, four days covers more than two. Really? And you have you been consistently? Well, that's, I you just only do travel. I just tra- just travel. Yeah. So it's not gonna be consistent, but right. I would, every now and then it pitches away. I would you could even use it to pay like extra against the mortgage to pay it down quicker. I wouldn't do that though. Because you like the low interest rate that you locked in? Or I locked in a huge, uh, super low interest rate, but uh, the house appreciation uh, is not going to be as fast as putting it into crypto. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Into yeah, another property. Yeah, so that, that money will make more elsewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing I think people should always think about. Like, don't put your money in, like, you know, the old traditional tactics, pay your house, you know, the Dave Ramsey style kind yeah. of thing. You're, yeah, your interest rate on your mortgage is like probably 4% or lower. Yeah. Right, like so. It's not. If you can get eight to ten percent returns in the stock market, that's better. Crypto is fucking crazy. crazy. Who knows? Who knows what returns yeah. you're getting in crypto? Or or it starts putting a fund, uh, put in a mutual fund that's eight percent or something like that. Yeah. Take it out to buy, or we can put it in a Roth IRA and buy an investment property. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna get into. Like that. That's another move that a lot of people don't realize is another financial tool you have. Like, yeah. If you have, so here's another thing: your four one k can actually be transferred into a self directed. IRA. Uh, usually, yeah, yeah. usually, and that's a good thing to do when you leave a job, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. When you leave a job, some companies do allow you to do a fee. Uh, it's like fifty bucks. Yeah. Penalty to get it out of their four one k and put it into a self directed. Some companies, not all. Yeah. So you could actually do it while you're working for a company. Um, so what you want to do is your self directed IRA can be used to buy an investment property, and this is called an IRA checkbook. Or an LLC owned IRA. And people don't know this thing. It's like created in the 70s or something. And rich people have been doing this forever. Like yeah. the reason you see, like you grew up with people that have mountain houses and all this stuff yeah. is they, and it's tax free. Like it's insane. So why would you, why, how can you do that? Like you're so, taking a so, loan out or what? Yeah. So the, the way it works is like, I don't know, you have like 200K, let's say, in your IRA, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, all right, this can either stay. Do you in buy the whole house cash or do you just no, do the down payment? No, you can do a whole house cash or you can get a loan on it. And um, and then you use the IRA money for your down payment then. Exactly. Okay. And because it's an investment, you have That's to a good hire. idea for people who don't have a house yet. Like your first time you home. You can't. Boat. That's the limitations. So you, you, you can't, can't use it. it as a, a personal thing. So th- so the, Oh, because oh, it has to be through an LLC. No, no, no. So, Sorry. So just like a Roth, yeah. uh, it's in for an investment, right? Yeah. It's not... Oh, so it can't be for your personal home. It can't okay. be beneficial. It's like an investment property. I fucking love that. That's yeah. that's great for me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great for me because I don't really want to fucking own a personal house right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, it, the, so the thing is, like, guys, whenever you get into this, please do research because... Um, and, and I'm going to explain, actually, the reason we stopped doing it right now is because there's, there's a law that, unfortunately, the Biden administration is trying to put that is going to... Make everybody that invested in properties or any kind of investment for their self-directed IRA, they will have to dissolve it by the end of this year, but they'll have a two-year tra- uh, transfer fee. Okay, so, so they'll have to dissolve the LLC? You'll have to, no, you have to... Get rid of the house? Get rid of the house, sell it. I didn't realize that's what you said. I mean, I thought it was just stopping it for future use. No, so here's how bad it is. So you'll have that's to ridiculous. either... You'll have to, like, sell the house, and if you just do it now, it's only two years. It's not enough time to money on the house right yeah and the other thing is if you're under age of 59 you have to pay a penalty because you technically used, used your, your that's fucking ridiculous exactly Dude, so that's why when i was about to do this imagine using a loophole that's there and then like five years later someone comes in and is like we're actually going to punish you for using that loophole that was completely legal exactly yeah. exactly so he's pitching this as we need to do this because we need money for the infrastructure bill right 
Oh, I actually would have thought you would say it's like inventory. No, it's, like it's for infrastructure building because it's so expensive. It's like trillions of dollars, right? Yeah. Um, and so this is another one of their tactics on getting rid of this and taxing the rich and all that stuff. So, But this isn't taxing the rich. This is like middle class people that have a, a second. Rock. It's not crazy. You're not super rich if you have a second house. Like, I don't know. People might think that. But like, <coughs> no. Yeah. Most people are just like have a nice second home, right? They made... Decent money throughout life. It's not like the billionaires of Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the idea of owning a second house with a Roth that you're... There's a lot of people out there that have a regular job and have a Roth today that at least has 100 or Yeah, it's your money that you contributed yeah, over time. Yeah, you know you could use it now. Instead of keeping it in the market, you could put it into a tangible asset as yeah. an investment property. All that is, is you're, do, you're just moving funds to another investment, right? A yeah. house. Yeah, exactly. And now they're trying to block this. So that's why we had to stop. But that's something you guys should look into because... I think by the end of the year, we'll find out if it goes... If it gets passed or not or whatever. Which I hope it doesn't. If it doesn't, I will be moving forward with that. So uh, the other thing to consider is, though, because it's an investment property, just remember you have to have more than 10%. You have to have 25% for sure. investment property. Sure, you have property. to put the full amount down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so make sure that whatever house you're looking at, um, the Roth investment is that 25%, right? Yeah. Um, and then the LLC is important, guys, to get a lawyer to create because... Because of a Roth is so, um, it's just like think about it. You're not allowed to touch that money until you're 59, right? And there's a lot of fees and a lot of taxes that could be imposed on you if you do it wrong. Yeah. The LLC is to protect your fund in a way, okay. and making you a manager of this fund. But technically, mm-hmm. like if you were buying investment property with a Roth and you decided to fix up stuff, that's illegal. It's like sweat equity, and you're not allowed to touch. You're not pretty much think of a, a Roth IRA as like it cannot benefit you. In, and so the LLC is like this gap here that's like, oh, it's not me that owns it. It's yeah. my LLC that owns it. Right. I'm just a manager or president or something. Right, right. But I hire people to fix the place. I hire people to do this. Yeah, and it's all done through a business yeah. in which case. So then what I would do But is your like, sweat equity of you personally fixing it up would be no good. But you can hire people to fix it. Exactly. Okay. But, can, but if you buy it straight through the IRA, not through an LLC. Oh, then you have to do a recourse loan, which is even higher. You have to 40% down. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that the recourse loans are really high in interest, and so that was a loophole that was created. That's what that's. So people used to do that. The just do an IRA. Yeah, just take a loan, direct loan from my four hundred one k to do buy an investment yeah. property. But you had a, it's it's more risky, and the banks require this much more, and there's not many banks that do it. So this whole like LLC thing was like a loophole. Okay. That came out. Okay. And it's called the checkbook IRA because technically you're you're writing checks to pay for this place for maintenance or whatever. And then all the rental income is... So here's the crazy thing. Because it's a Roth, it, you're paying taxes today, right. right? And so... So that money, you can technically do whatever you want with it. Your initial yeah, contributions. Yeah, so that rental income has to go to LLC, which goes to Roth. Okay. So let's say this house that you just bought and then Airbnb and it's paying itself for years. You bought it like at 400000 It's worth <clears throat> a million. Right. Saying, by the time you retire. Yeah. That house, when you sell it, Fuck yeah, because the growth is tax-free because you've already paid the taxes on the contributions to, to that down. Nice. Fuck yeah. No okay. realize, like, yeah. it's crazy. That's, so because it's all sold throughout the LLC. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah. so it's like one of those loopholes people have done. Because the benefit goes straight to your IRA. Mm-hmm. I love that. But then you can't really use the money until you retire. Exactly. So if, for someone trying to retire early, this is not the way to, to retire early. But you're getting that air. There's, yeah. there's. None of this goes to you right now to, to monthly cash flow. Which is so kind of, let's, let's say that the, the mountain house, right? 
you can't technically use it, right? It's an investment property, and it's not supposed to benefit you in any way. Yeah. And the rules are it can't benefit you directly, but nobody ever said it can't benefit you parts of your family, like your grandpa or your uncles or somebody. Maybe they want to rent it through Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, hey, guess what? We're going to have a family thing, but we rented it. Do you guys want to come over too? Oh, guess what? I have a mountain house now. That I can um, use. Oh, guess what? I can use my investment property. So they're renting your your mountain house technically through you, and then having a family thing of you coming over or something. Yeah, crazy, right? That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it benefits to know about loopholes, taxes, all this shit. Yeah, it's a lot of research going into that for sure. I mean, definitely consult with a lawyer. It sounds like you you've yeah, talked with a lawyer. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, there's attorney, a, there's just a, so a tax many CPA or something. Yeah, there's just so many things you can do legal. The LLC pretty much protects you. Um, the idea is pretty much in your head whenever you buy one of these places with a Roth or uh, with a self-directed IRA, I mean, is if it benefits you in any way, the government or the auditing is going to catch you because they yeah. want to pre they want to early tax you. I think, it, I can't remember the terms, but there's like multiple tax penalties you'll pay okay. if they catch in any way this is benefiting right. you today. But <clears throat> those are the things like, if your family's using it, it's not benefiting you. Right. And if you're invited over, it's like just a family get-together. Right, yeah. So that's what I honestly think a lot of times the people that have mountain houses today probably have their uncle or aunt, somebody booked the Airbnb. Yeah, interesting. That's kind of crazy to think about. Okay, So cool. Yeah, so eventually, you know, this is a way to have a mountain house without owning it, without paying for it at right now and owning Future. Yeah, and then having contribute to your So just think about like too. your self-directed IRA. I can't do anything. I can't have fun with it. It's just sitting there. Yeah. Now I have a mountain house that technically I can have family members rent it whenever. Yeah. And they can always invite me over. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Boom. You have a mountain house. That's crazy. And then also for those in Florida, those in California. Your, or a beach house. Uh, your beach house. Exactly. Or a beach house. Yeah, or... exactly. It can work for a, a second oh, home wherever. And you can do it at a house. Uh, you can buy a house internationally too. Yeah, I mean the taxes get a little. My mom owns a house and rents it out uh, out in England, but like the taxes are a little convoluted oh, there. Okay. But I mean it. It's yeah. You, can you definitely still do use it. it the, the down payment to buy a house over there. The the Roth. Oh yeah. Okay. You could. That's not what she did. Oh, but okay. like yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could. I yeah. don't know why you couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like those things like the four hundred one k thing we talked about. You can pull a loan on it. Yeah. So something else you don't learn about guys. If you have a four hundred one k and you have money on it, you can always pull a loan on it. And just know this, the interest that you pay on that loan goes back to you. It's literally paying interest back to the 401k. So another thing is people always think like, can I pull this out and buy crypto? Yes, you can. It's just super high risk. Like you can pull like a $10,000 loan. I mean, there's a limit. You have to talk to your company on how much the most you can pull out. But you could literally take out 50k or something and buy Bitcoin today and you'll pay interest back to your 401k on that Bitcoin. And Are you sure it's not back to the company? It's definitely back to your your 401k. Set your money that's there. 100%. Okay. And if I'm wrong, guys, like let us know. But I'm, I asked my sister, and I'm not calling you up, but she's a CPA, and she said this is exactly what you do. I should probably research before I said it on here, but I'm 100% sure that's how it works. But it's just risky because people think it's so easy. Like Think about this. If the market's hot, Yeah. You're taking your money out and it's sitting over here on something else that might not be making as much yeah, as the market. Yeah, you have to make it's, it's only beneficial of what you what else you put the money into. It's making is, more yeah. than the market right now, which yeah. the market's been pretty hot actually this last week. It's been, yeah, it's been good. It's been green every single day, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. been crazy, crazy. Yeah. I think it's going to drop in the next couple of days or something. But, Time to buy. But not, October is normally one of the worst months in the year for stocks consistently. And then that's kind of crazy this year. It's like a red it's October. It's because everybody's buying, uh, everybody's buying stuff. 
They don't have money to invest right now. They're that makes sense. They, yeah. Or 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 months. consolidating for the end of the year to like do tax losses. Tax due. Like yeah. 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 Usually at the end of the year right now because of Christmas, everything coming up, people take out money. Yeah. From their stocks, so everything starts dropping because they have to pay for Christmas, vacation yeah. homes. This is what you invest for, right? Like, exactly. Or it's just a high expense season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just that's why it's. It doesn't mean any guys of anything. Uh, Best advice, just buy when it's low. But yeah, no, when the market's down, I mean, it's, some companies are like a catching a falling dagger, mm-hmm. they say, but like for the most part, the S&P 500, yeah. if you buy like index funds or if you buy like blue chip stocks that blue like Walmart, stocks, yeah. fucking Home Depot, yeah. shit like that, that's going to be around, you're going to be fine. Um, that, that's another thing that I was talking about, social arbitration, something I do a yeah. lot is... What, uh, what's, what's that? Social arbitration, man. I started following these guys and, and you, sh- you guys should watch them. They're called Dumb Money. Dumb Money. I've yeah. never heard of this. Is this a podcast or it's, it's a, a YouTube podcast, show? It's a what? YouTube show. Okay. It's on Spotify. Dumb Money. So what they started doing, they're, they're a bunch of... Uh, I mean, they were they were in consulting for uh, back in the day in New York and stuff, and they decided to do their own fund. They started with 30000 and turned it into $30 million, right? Shit. Okay. And all they did is social arbitration, which what that means is, all right, so uh, here's a perfect example. A Netflix show comes out. Um, do you guys remember the show about organizing? Not the... The Asian lady, but the one with uh, Container Store where they came into Subaru's houses and put a bunch of like boxes. I in. never watched that one. Okay. I know the other one you Home Edit. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Home Edit. Okay. That's what it's called. So, Container Store, all over this show yeah. about organizing your house. They did reg- regular people and celebrities. Okay. They came in there and reorganized their like pantries, like their collection of basketballs or something like that. Yeah. And it was all done with Container Store. And okay. So, they realized our wives are watching this like crazy. Yeah. This is becoming a number one show on Netflix. They went, I think they went so hard on Container Store. I think it was four hundred percent, dude. Because they were like, okay, because they were like, this is the more the word of mouth of word this of mouth. Travel. People started going to Container Store. Okay. And that's all these guys do. They literally like it's either. Um, so they find things that are about to be hot. About to be like hot. Social trends. trends. Social trends. Yeah. And they okay. have all these website guys, and you guys can do this. You can go on Google and search. Uh, most Google oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen people do that, the analytics of like how often people Guys, are searching something. do right? that as much as possible. You'll, you'll, you'll find a good stock to buy just Because say you do it for like, uh, I mean, you, you find that a word like, uh, I don't even know. Like, I mean, for that example, it would be like organization, right? Yeah. Then you go, you search organize, organizing well, stores. They, they, container it's Store like, was the hottest thing looked up that. Yeah, and it's like, a container like, store. Yeah. I mean, you look at other, I'm, I'm sure... Because a, uh, a lot of the time, if, if one company goes up in a space, the others go up similarly, too. Uh, they, right? yeah, just, so if everybody's searching airlines, yeah, yeah. boom. Next thing you know, you look up airlines, Delta, yeah. American. Like, if you invest in those when they were down last year, boom. Right? So, like, it's a come up. Yeah, so that's another thing, the post-COVID and pre-COVID. Uh, that's another thing these guys did a lot. So, when COVID hit, they they truly believe, like, all right, what are the things that are going to blow up when, like, generators? Yeah. Like one of the nations because, because people thought it was gonna the world was gonna shut down. Yeah. Or? Texas. Uh, remember the Texas thing. The yeah. Thing? The the storms. Yeah, yeah. So Texas had full generators. They had to. They were so it's like it's like knowing that they were purchased that crazy in March. So the next quarter, that company's gonna blow it out of the water, and then that's all they do, yeah. man. It's nice. insane. Okay. And, and so I started getting into it, and I was like, all right. So every day I'm like, what? And luckily, we're we're kind of in the middle, high class. You know, we actually can see what people buy. Yeah. Like I know you guys know this. Like you probably go out and like what's sold out and stuff. Yeah. What's in everybody's fucking hand? Right. What, is, yeah, what, what are the shoes that everybody's everybody fucking has? You can pick up on about. trends. Yeah. Pick um, up on those and go back and research like who owns this. Yeah. And start investing in. Yeah. There's no there's no reason you shouldn't like and that that's kind of what I do like, 
every day. I kind of just listen up. Like, what I think right now the hottest thing is uh, I told you about Roblox. Yeah. So Roblox, actually, I don't think you told me about them, but I've heard I've been hearing about them so much. It's a fucking video game. <clears throat> it's like Minecraft. Okay. It's commercialized for the first time. So Minecraft never like put like stuff like Squid Game right now. It's blown yeah. up, right? Yeah. So Squid Game is like a good thing to invest in. That. How do you invest in it? There's you buy Netflix. Bunch- Yes, Netflix was a good one, but there's a bunch of other like uh, Korean stocks you could have bought. If you have d- guys, I don't do this yet. I want to get into it. You can open a foreign account. A lot of processes. You can also can you just buy them through the U.S. stock exchange or not the U.S. stock exchange? You can buy international companies through U.S. brokerages. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's how you buy like Shell, Nestle, yeah, yeah. companies like that. Yeah. I don't know if Korea is a little different. Yeah. But, they, like you can they, buy Hawaii and shit. So. Yeah. So that's another thing you could do. Like the 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 actual people that produce the show and i don't know if you noticed like uh, parasite was another group. i haven't watched that one yet but i know that they're about about the inequalities in korea and like yeah so i've been wanting to watch that i think right now a good trend is we're about to see a because people are starting to watch these international shows right done. yeah it's fine i watch yeah. them in that language and i just do subtitles Same. And they're yeah. so good once you do it once you get used yeah. to it yeah. yeah and i think that's gonna blow up this new market for international movies so like these companies that are making these movies, yeah, that's who you should invest in. Okay, right yeah. Like, who are the pre-production movies? Autodesk, like the digital people, like they're going to be even the multimedia people. Don't realize that Autodesk makes a lot of the Disney movies. Sure, Apple, yeah, yeah. Pixar, they do all the yeah. animations. Yeah, so like that is a good one right now because I think movie making is about to blow up internationally. It's not just going to be the U.S. anymore. Right. I think it's going to be. Well, there's always been Bollywood. Bollywood's in India. been a huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah. So, so you think like. And then K Korean Koreans have K pop. You think they're about to have like K movies now? I don't know, man. I I think we're about to enter a genre because you know how Netflix is different in every country, like yeah. different shows. I think that's that's gonna change. I think they're just gonna be. I know they go off trends, like what does well, what does right. Not. But at this point, I think well, right COVID, after Squid Games, they added um, a different Korean movie too. That's like very similar to Squid Games. I forget what it's called. I seen board, it. board, border wars, or it's like oh, something okay. about like border or something oh, okay. like that. Um, but yeah, it's very similar too. So like, they pick up on that, right? They say it's the most watched thing, and they're like, "Here's something else." And there's there. a Spanish show we got into really. Uh, but is Casa it the, Papel, which uh, is like the heist, money heist? Money heist, yeah, dude, money heist. I see that all the time. I haven't watched it because it was dumb, but like, I probably should just watch it. It's now. really good. Yeah, it's, I love bank robbery. And, it, so. and it's it's an international phenomenon over there. Yeah, Ooh, Europe, money heist is huge. And it's, it's, I follow like hashtags <laughs> of different places. If you follow like a hashtag Denver. Money heist comes up and people would just be like hashtag Denver hashtag Sao Sao Paulo like because because that one of the guys' characters' names is Denver. Oh, okay, that makes more sense yeah, than what. Yeah, but it they're all that. named according to countries. Okay, and it's insane because they've blown up in those countries. Like whoever created this is super smart. Yeah, like they chose names of. Yeah. And they're on season like six or seven. Yeah, right? it, it's it, it's amazing. It's really good, and I definitely recommend you guys watching that. And that, if you guys know the trend of that one, is the beef for Vendetta. That's where it came from. The mask. That's, oh, really? Oh, yeah, well, I know that's what the mask is. It's like the But anonymous, it's the same idea. It's the Vietnam So it's not just about bank robberies. I don't want to ruin it, but it's about inequality, again. Okay. Another, dude, social okay. trends I'm and politics right now are yeah. inequality, climate change. Think of that stuff right now and yeah. see how you can invest in it. Like, those, those are the things I pay attention to. Like, if I see a company that's doing something with climate, I think climate change companies, yeah. Are probably a good investment. What's a good climate? I can't even think of like one right now. Uh, I mean, Tesla itself, Solar City, man. Oh, yeah. Well, wouldn't it also be a SpaceX public? SpaceX is no, public trade. No, they're a SPAC for it right now, though, through uh, ArcVest. 
Okay. Another big one, guys. Oh, the ARK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an ARKK. Yeah. Because I think they're basic innovation. Yeah, they have one for everything. Finance. Space. Space exploration, guys. I'm telling you right now, super cheap. Go out and invest nothing because I'm telling you the next. So this is the way I look at it. Boeing's first international flight to London from New York was in, I think, the 50s or 40s, 45s. And it was $250,000 for one ticket from New York to London. Mm-hmm. All right. In today's money, that's about a million, probably. Right. With, and now it's like a thousand. Yeah, not even. I've flown. I yeah. so guys, another secret. If you want to go to Paris from Denver, and I know there's multiple people from other states here from Denver to Paris in February on, on July uh, February 14th. Sometimes you can find tickets for two eighty five. Because it's Valentine's Day, or like nobody what? travels. To, nobody goes internationally for a, a midday week because it's usually on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. It just goes there and back. Like days. the day of. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, like a short trip. Like, yeah. oh, two, three days there. Okay, You yeah. can do it for 285 It's weird. Yeah. Thanksgiving's another big one. There's a lot of, like, hacks, like, hacks. skip lagging, yeah. too. Like, if you, oh, like, if you want to go to, like, website. Denver to Dallas, but instead you go Denver to Seattle to Dallas. Or, or, yeah, sorry, Denver yeah. to Dallas to Seattle, but then get off, right? Yeah, that's um, a great website, guys. Yeah, and then, that's like, I, I know people who do that, and then they ship their bag. To, like, yeah. Instead of, like, doing, <laughs> checking a bag or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's another big one. But yeah, social arbitration, man. I would say, guys, like always start thinking that way. That's the way I, I'm investing today. Like, uh, the, the self-directed IRA Mountain House is my big one that I'm want it, I'm pursuing. But yeah, I'm I want it. it. I want it. I want it. it so bad because I'm gonna Airbnb the crap out of that. Yeah, the dude, you're gonna make good money on Airbnb. And, and It'll be guys, booked out like, consistently in the winter va- and the summer. Vacation homes are the hottest thing right now because of COVID. Because that's another thing. Like, think of. I don't think it's the end of it. My my theory is like you've heard Bill Gates talk about this like he predicted that we'd go into this era where there's gonna be viruses and stuff and we're gonna have vaccines and stuff back and forth and eventually like I don't think the government will let COVID end like I don't no. think, I don't think COVID will be allowed to end because so many people they're like I just want to go back to normal there is no normal anymore because once you've once you've adapted to something now it's like we get our we Look get at our straight now we're working from home only. yeah everybody everybody works remote now everybody's going to get their fucking vaccine every single year now certain things that people subscribe to there's no need to change it back so, to normal so think that way guys so what does that mean what is going to go up oh chairs desks computer screens yeah. uh, what's that co- uh, company that people thought were uh, trafficking children is that poshmark or no 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 it's the one that does like really high end it's not it's not even really high end it would be like a chair for that, and it's like two thousand dollars. I think it might have been Poshmark, and people thought that like so like <coughs> high end people like were using that to traffic children. Oh my god! <laughs> so that like your thousand dollar chair comes with like a human in there. No way. Yeah, yeah. You should look that up. It's I like know Poshmark is like the high end stuff to verify. I think I think it was I think it was stuff. Poshmark. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I've heard it of... might have been a different company, but okay. Yeah, it, it was like a little controversy or like oh uh, conspiracy theory, but yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like that, I think Poshmark's publicly traded. Um, Etsy. Pinterest. Etsy, yeah, I was going to say Pinterest, Did you hear about Etsy. The PayPal thing? I, but they're not going to they're anymore. Going but to yeah, anymore. yeah. I don't even know why they thought that that was going to be a good move. But they were yeah. trying. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't read into it too much, but I knew that was kind of one of those things that PayPal is trying to be relevant. relevant. PayPal yeah. is very old school. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, you compare PayPal to like Venmo. Venmo, you can cool. buy crypto through there. Now, exactly. Right? And yeah. yeah. So like square and like square like the finance. I think okay, so I think fintech is gonna go crazy over the next couple of years because like because money, no one carries cash. Crypto is everywhere. Uh, we're gonna be able to start buying more and more through crypto. Coindex is that what it is? Coinbase. 
No, coin. Uh, it's the machines that you buy crypto at Walmart now. Oh, okay. Did you hear about that this this past week? So all WalMarts can... have this machine where you can buy crypto at Walmart. Yeah. So exactly. So think about it as the lottery. Think about it. Where like, lottery is targeted, they're always targeted poor at people. Poor people. Yeah. Because they give them this. Idea. Yeah. Well, it's that like uh, interval. Uh, it's like the psychology principle of like yep. the interval hits basically. Yep. Like, oh, I didn't get it this time, but maybe next time. And that's what keeps people addicted. Um, yeah. Now they're putting them at Walmart. So you think people are gonna like buy crypto like it's like it's the lottery, or like gamble it or whatever? I don't know, man. That's yeah. Why? What's so different about it? Yeah. No. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of gambling addicts love to go to uh, to investing in the stock market like Wall Street bets well, that, and shit and like these meme that? stocks. The GameStop, yeah, like AMC, the meme stocks. That's what. So it's like it's like yeah, people are kind of it's the same target audience you could argue, but like that's why it's like yeah, maybe I'll put like a couple hundred dollars in that, but like. For the most part, buy and hold. Like I, I like this social arbitration because then you can pick up trends, yeah. and maybe it's a trade for like two to three years. Or I would, I would invest. I think it's Coindex is the machines. I would invest in them because I think they're gonna do really well. I don't know what the fees are. to yeah. Buy crypto at Walmart yet? I haven't, I haven't looked into it. Yeah. But I could see that blowing up easily. Just and that's gotta be good for Walmart too. Exactly. Any company that's doing that because like Hertz just signed that deal with Tesla, and then Huge. the next day they go and flip. Half of those, 50,000 of those 100,000 cars to Uber. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, and then they're going to sell their old cars to Carvana. That's five companies right there that are publicly traded. All, like, some of them are more innovative. Some of them are Hertz, which was in fucking bankruptcy last year. And then now they're like, now they're like, oh, let's let's be innovative, right? Like, everybody's, so any company that's, like, showing something like that, like, that's signs of the future. Oh, yeah. So, like, get in early. It's so smart. Yeah. It's so smart. I mean, yeah. just think of uh, driverless cars. That's the thing. So yeah. what are you investing, guys? Chips? Uh... Uber, Lyft. self-driving cars will one hundred percent be a thing. Maybe it's not like, even maybe by twenty thirty, it's a yeah. th- they're testing them now yeah. on road in yeah. London and in certain big yeah. cities. So by twenty thirty, it'll be like normal. I, I I read a report from Boston Consulting probably five to seven years ago about this. Like it's just the consulting firms have been preparing for this. There's yeah. a there's a there's gonna be this there's gonna be a lack of labor. In certain jobs, but this happens every era. People freak out right. about people it. People change. Yeah, people adapt. change. They're going to be adapt. And, you know, you have these people screaming, like, what are we going to do for all these people? They're going to figure it out. Right, yeah. They're going to figure it out. Well, at the end of the day, also, you need to figure out a skill for the future. Yeah. Future-proof your future career. Proof. Like, stocking shelves is not a career. Uh, well, that's going to end soon with Amazon. You know what I just saw today? Um, who was McDonald's working with? They were working with someone. Oh, to the robotic, do, the uh, Automated, automated, yeah. uh, drive-thrus oh, yeah. and I forget who they they partnered with for that but like robotics company that's a good one yeah like you gotta you gotta think about the future you yeah. gotta think of your skills but then also just invest and if you invest then you'll, you'll be okay you'll have money yeah. no matter what yeah yeah that's probably the best advice I, I think social arbitration look up trends look what your friends are buying Crypto's a good one. Be yep. that person that when your friends buy things, every year I look at the people around me that are going to buy the new iPhone, and as an Apple shareholder, I'm like, you're putting money in my fucking pocket. Exactly. Like, thank you, cha-ching, yeah. tax paid for the year, yeah. right? Like, And then I'll get my new iPhone every like three or four years, because like, fuck it, just buy the new battery for 1600 bucks and make it last. I don't need the newest iPhone. Nope. Um, no. There's things that you really don't need to be... Uh, you know, it's nice to have nice things, but... For sure. I always think about... Like, if you have it lying around, yeah, treat yeah. yourself, but like... For the most part, like if you're still in that grind phase, right? Like you, you were just you just bought a, a fucking Audi, but you just talked about uh, maybe like five years ago you were eating fucking ramen <laughs> so you could live downtown and be around wealthy people. Uh, so like there's sacrifice, right? And you gotta you gotta make a sacrifice, choose what you're willing to do, yeah, and yeah. and then you still Airbnb your fucking place when you're out. So 
Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're, you get creative. I don't ever want to hear people who are like, I can't afford that. Exactly. It's like, how can you afford that, right? And then also people are just like, that's not something that I can do. Find something else that you can yeah. do. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're wasting my fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there should know. be no, especially coming to America, man, like, like there should be no yeah. reason you don't have money today. There's so many jobs available. Mm-hmm. Construction is blowing up. Go get a construction job. Dude, those jobs pay really well. Money. You don't even need a college degree. You don't yeah, need yeah. a college degree. You can make Plumbers, some. electricians, fucking construct laborers. Dude, I work with these people and I hear the owners tell me about the labor shortage. I'm willing to give them a company card. I'm willing to pay their cell phone. I'm going to give them 70 grand. What the heck? Without yeah. a college degree. Yes, you're working hard. Yeah. But hey, save for a couple years. It's it, Pick your hard, right? Everything's fucking hard yeah. in this world. There's really not much that's easy no, right now. No. It, it, it's a problem that I see a lot. Like People grew up in probably a house that didn't, never had a hustle and stuff. And yeah. Just well, people go get marketing degrees. Yeah. Go in a career that they're going to make 30000 for the most of their career. And then if they're lucky, maybe they get to like 100000 when they're like 40 or 50. But they had that fucking loan that was like 120000 and they'll turn their nose up at the fucking dude who works 60-hour weeks slamming a, hedge, uh, a sledgehammer. So, but that guy makes more than you, provides more for his fucking family, and he's, not, and he's more fucking humble probably too. That's what Which, I, like, I don't schools, know about Schools are getting like. so expensive. Yeah. Like, guys, I'm going to be honest. Like, today, I would not recommend, like, getting a huge loan. Like a four-year degree. I feel like the way to do college smart is like go do your community college. Yes. And then and then transfer. Transfer. So like you you miss out on the social aspect, but like, fuck it. Like you're gonna you're gonna have social life when you're older too. This is cheaper. Do do what he's saying, and then that last year, you know, work your ass off in the summer. I don't know. Do something that will give you like, I don't know, like an internship or something like hard construction work. Make ten grand or something, right? That summer, that ten grand, put five of it in some kind of investment, and then. Spend the five grand for you because you didn't go to expensive college and go on a freaking European road trip. Yeah, yeah. there's your social. Then, life. then you get your fun, right? Yeah, your graduation you your present. Fun. You just gifted yourself you just a graduation gifted yourself present, and you saved. I, I see like forty k a year, maybe. Right, I see like, kids that have eighty thousand dollars, dude. Right now. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, I mean, I think eighty thousand is potentially on the low end, right? Yeah. Like, because yeah. if you pay for if you go to a private school like a Harvard, maybe right, that's fifty a year. And then let's not forget uh, certifications. I was talking about. Yeah. This. Well, that's the nice thing about IT. That's why I think uh, IT is so great because, yeah. like, security you, IT. You can get your IT degree, or you can just like be like those pen testers, right? Like, mm-hmm. just a crafty person. You go get a yeah. certificate, like a, a CCSN or sorry, mm-hmm. a CCNA, a CCSA, something like that. Um, a Network Plus degree. Uh, yeah, there's there's so yeah. many things you can do. Today. And you can and and those degrees put you in a spot to make ninety k right away yeah. in IT. Yeah, it's it and is. that is a comfortable job. Yeah, they used to be on a desk all day and deal with other people's shit. Yeah. But like, it's it. There's no, there's no excuse, guys. Today, there is absolutely no excuse on not having a job and not being able to save. The only excuse is if you just want to go party and spend it all on one weekend. Yeah, it's your own fault. Yeah, I mean, it's funny is like the amount that people will spend. They're like, I'll spend my, I make two grand. Uh, I'll make five thousand dollars a month, and then I go on a weekend bachelor party. And spend like a thousand dollars, and you do that next weekend for your other buddy's bachelor party, and it's like you spent your like one month salary throughout the summer. But if you, I mean, that's tough because like that's buddy's bachelor, right? Like, I would, I would, but like, but like if you were investing your money, and then maybe you do like another part, like your fortieth or fiftieth party, or your birthday anniversary or party, or whatever. Boom, then you can drop five grand on a fucking weekend and not even notice it. Like, so I don't know. Delaying gratification. What I always do is whenever I want to buy something, yeah. I just like pull it up. And like like a new pair of shoes, and I'll like put it in my uh, the the cart, or like I'll favorite it, and then maybe I'll look at it every now and then, but I won't buy it still. I'll just and then like 
if I don't even think about it for the next month, then good. And like I have 250 tabs open on my phone right now. Some of those are things that I wanted to buy two months ago, but I just oh, left yeah. it up and moved on. Yeah. I, right? I, I was uh, I say in high school, I kind of struggled with that. Like I wanted nice clothes and stuff. Yeah. And I probably spent too much money on clothes, I would say. And That's then, when you're in high school. Like, you yeah, don't know any better. Then. You don't know any better, yeah. yeah. But then I learned like, you know, I'm all about Costco now, you know, save some money. Yeah. Uh, but guys, if you want brand clothes and stuff like that, it is a waste of money. I'm telling you right now, if you want nice stuff. So as I'm wearing my like polo sweater, Dennis, Dennis, I'm getting shot. You, you can, no, you can gift yourself. Well, you what I do is I buy things on sale, dude. Like that's why it's like the white college shirt or the blue college shirt. One goes on sale, one doesn't. I'm you getting no one. Sales on, one. Yeah, always. dude. Like I, I always get shit on fucking sale. That's the Same. first place I go. Yeah. And then if like something's in season, then I'll wait till the summer. To buy my winter gear in the winter to buy my summer so, gear. I got a hack for for like you know Louis Vuitton, Nike. Did you just Rolex. buy fake? I buy fake, man. <laughs> I I re- okay, I remember when you told me about yes. buying the fake Rolexes. I was oh, in the yeah. car dying for like an hour and a half. You saw them? They looked legit though. Yeah, I I also but like I just to me I just wouldn't buy the fake. Like I wouldn't even buy it. Like in, until I can get it. But like also, for but, me, it's but for certain like people, gold. if you want the brand, then yeah. I mean, it, for me, it's like I have these fake. Rolex yeah. or it'll hold, it'll hold you off until you, you can buy them. Well, I almost I almost bought a real one, but I think one of the the things I I realize is till I think till you can buy something, you know, for 10 or 15 grand whatever a watch and you don't have other goals like mountain house right yeah. now. Like that would be good enough to put in even another investment. Sure. I don't need something that expensive right now because I have other goals, right? Right, yeah. So I want something else. Or buy the house and use the house's rent to like oh, buy, buy your Rolex yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I would do it once I have, I'm not making that money anymore. Like I'm not working for it. Yeah. Like, let's say. It's like your financial independent. It's like self-recurring. Your assets pay for your lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's probably when I'd buy something that expensive. Whenever yeah. it's just, I'm not working. I'm just sitting there and it's, like I told yeah. you the other day. That's like, the goal for me too. The, yeah. the goal is like when you're sleeping, you're making money. Right. And that's what you're doing when you're putting your money in the market, dude. Like, you're not doing it. It's making yeah. money for you every year. Yeah. And it's accumulating. Right. And, and you're like, wow, I made 300 Like, if you look at your account, you're like, I made $300 today. Doing what? Nothing. Because it's money that I put away yeah. and worked hard for and last 10 like years 10 ago. Eventually, it'll be 10 grand a day. Eventually, yeah. it'll be like 20 grand a yeah. day. Yeah. That's what I always say yeah. on, on this podcast. I'm like, start with 20 Start with twenty dollars, right? Yeah. And then, and then that twenty will turn to fifty. That fifty turns to one hundred. But I saw this uh, YouTube guy. I don't know his name. He's like, it's a game of money is a game of doubles. So like, you turn a hundred to two hundred. You turn two hundred to four hundred. Or maybe I think he started with like a thousand. So he's like, you turn a thousand to two thousand. That's not a big deal, right? Yeah. Two thousand to four thousand. Still not that big. Four to eight. Eight to uh, sixteen. Sixteen to thirty-two. Thirty-two to sixty-four. And like, it's just like you keep doubling yeah. your money, and then boom, over time. I think. I think when you get to a hundred thousand, they say that's the hardest. Yeah. But after a hundred thousand, it's like, oh dang. Right. You have more leverage. Right. You have more. Uh, you have more ability to invest in right. Advance, right. Well, a ten percent return yearly on a thousand dollars, or sorry, like yeah, a hundred thousand dollars is ten grand, yeah. and that is becomes a sizable chunk of change. Oh, yeah. Then you're at one ten, and it's eleven grand the next yeah. year. So yeah, yeah. it makes a big difference. Get get make that a goal for you guys. Yeah. I think that's a good goal, guys. Like uh, to have hundred grand. Robinhood or some kind of yeah. brokerage. When you get that, that's a and always keep a little point. cash too, yeah. just in case the market goes to absolute yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, but like maybe like ten percent. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just always, enough that you can like. People say six months. I do three months. Oh, oh, you're saying for like an emergency fund? Oh yeah, yeah. I well, I was saying that. like in my in my investment account, 
I still keep like a little bit of, like if I have like oh, 40 grand in there I keep right four away? yeah oh, so like gotcha. I keep a little shit. bit on the yeah, sideline yeah, yeah, yeah. in case there's a huge drop or in case like you find a new social arbitrage opportunity yeah. but yeah I, I always mean, keep cash for that too yeah, yeah, yeah my emergency fund is pretty low right now it's only three months because like I know <laughs> I think that's fine though yeah I think the six month thing because you can pull from your investments and, and worst case scenario the job market today yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, is you can no find another job yeah you can find another job really easily today you negotiate yeah. I think there's no reason to have more. Cause but also, once you have $100,000 in the stock market, yeah. your emergency fund is good, but then also you can pull from the investments exactly. if you need, it, and you won't really notice it, right? One month is like three, dollars $4,000 yeah. of expenses or something yeah. like that. So. so yeah, you don't need, don't don't carry that much cash. Yeah. Guys. Inflation is at all-time high right now. Yeah. It's just, you're, you're losing, losing money. money. All these... You're also losing money if you didn't get a raise this year that's like 3 to 5%. More. Exactly. That guys. 1% raise that your company gave you is... For them to laugh at you, the the CEOs gave themselves a ten million dollars like stock raise. Don't be. They're laughing at I, you. I think another one that I think I've learned is don't be comfortable. Do you feel comfortable at your job? Yes. Get, yeah. Get out of there. In your out. job, but also like in everything in life. When oh, yeah. when you're just coasting, it's like yeah. I could probably shake things up a little yeah. bit. I could probably make myself a little uncomfortable and like spend some money on a new new house or whatever. I could do something and like, start <coughs> thinking outside the box. Dude, yeah. I always tell myself like the reason. Risk taker, probably more, is because I learned to live off ramen. Yeah, learned to have almost yeah. nothing. And you guys I, don't have a kid, or yeah, anything right, now. A kid right now. Two so income, dual yeah. income, no kids. Yeah, yeah. Thinks we're, like we're, you're in a very case, you're in a very safe. Worst place. case scenario, like let's say we both lose our jobs, right? Yeah. I will have somebody live with us just to be able to afford this. Yeah, place. and there's unemployment there's too. A, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I will always. Right. Do, dude, if you I, teach yourself I will how to be crafty, I will have no problem going and getting a blue collar job. I'm gonna do it. If I yeah. have to survive, I will do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And so that, I think that mentality is like, oh, Dennis, you could lose it all. You'd be fine. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, you figure out a way back. You'll figure out... If you did it once, you'll do it again. Yeah. If anything, you probably do it That's why I think the person. education is important versus just getting a trust fund. Yeah. Right? Or like if you have money that... I, I want to hand money down to my kids. I know some super rich people are like, I don't want to do that. But like, just teach them. <laughs> So Give I mean, them the money and then teach them what to that, do with it. That's a funny thing. So I have a lot of friends that we've talked about. Are you going to pay for kids' college? Are you yeah. going to do all this? And, you know, I, um, I'm kind of, you know, I wouldn't be the person I am if I hadn't. I, I think I wouldn't have been as a hustler because I had to. Yeah. But my goal, and hopefully they don't see this till after they graduate from college. But Your kids? Yeah. My hopefully goal, my podcast is still I going around in 20 I, years. When I was in college, I had to, I, I played college soccer. I didn't pay all my college. Yeah. But... I, it was a very expensive college, and I had to pay for rent because I lived off campus. So I worked at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So pretty much this is my day. I went to class. Well, I went to practice in the morning, went to class, went to practice again because it was two days. And then after practice, I went to work till 10 o'clock at night and closed the store. And then I went to the library to study. Do your homework and shit, yeah. That was my life in college. I didn't go out and party as much as... I mean, I had some weekends open. Yeah. But that was it. Like, I worked in right. college to pay my college. Yeah. So I... I want kids to experience that too because I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't right. have that hustle. Now working like a 60 hour week is pretty easy yeah. when that was like maybe like a 80 to 100 hour Who knows, week. man? Yeah. I didn't even pay attention to it. But right. even playing soccer, you know, I loved my whole life. It became a job. I was like, I don't want to play anymore, but I have right. to pay for school. Yeah. So I, I think I would be like, guys, I'm going to pay for your first house or something. Yeah. But you have to pay for your college. Like, like you have to get a second job. Or a job during yeah. college, or do whatever you can, yeah, and show me that you can do both school and job, yeah. And I think that's probably because then the once they get out of school, just a job, they'll probably be like job and side hustle or something. Yeah. They'll fill that time. I think something. that. Yeah. I think that. I think that's one of the best ways to teach.
kids today. Like, yeah. Um, I think I would probably want to pay for college because then that way they can go if they want to get educated. But like, I think you just teach them from a young age the value of money, right? Like, people we always say kids don't understand the value of money. That's true. Because you didn't fucking teach them, yeah. right? Because no one teaches them. No one tells them. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like I like that, like figuring out like a way to like test them a little bit. Test them, yeah. yeah. It, it's weird. Some friends are like, dude, I just want them to party and have fun in college. I'm like, mm. I do want them to be able to have some fun. I do want them to have yeah. fun, but I'll, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. My perspective is probably different because right. I didn't get to do that as much, but I did go to Europe and I had a lot of good times. So right. I went on my summers to Ecuador, so I, I still had a great time. I just, during school was school. Yeah, yeah. During summers, I had a great time. And it creates discipline. It creates discipline. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, everybody can do it different ways, but I, I definitely recommend like have the value of money. Is Maybe like working, getting a summer job. I always had a summer job. Yeah. But that's because totally. I wanted that money to go and buy, like, as beer money in college and in high school to go and like buy things <coughs> and shit. So yeah. And I was but, already doing that in high school. That I was yeah. like always working. I, yeah. I guess I've always been working, like door sales, whatever, man. Yeah. It's always been a hustle, and that's probably why I turned out the way. Yeah, I think just instilling knowledge in the kids and then somehow getting them to have that work ethic. I don't know how. Right? Well, it's what parents try to do, like chores. It's like that's not no. your chores for twenty five cents. I actually saw someone the other day that was like, teach, get, give your kids a m- money to go and employ people to do chores for them. And I was like, I guess that's teaching them how to be an entrepreneur. But like, money doesn't just come to you to give. Well, I mean, if you're in tech, it does. But like, yeah. I like the idea of like them then being you're teaching them to be an, an employer yeah. versus an employee, yeah. which I kind of liked. I'm like, I don't know, maybe you do that at a younger age so they understand they don't have to work for someone for their entire life. But yeah, yeah, I think that's over, like working for the man and stuff. Like, I, I think the goal is not to work for the man. Right. Right. Well, with the gig economy has shown that so much recently yeah. too. Like people will do two different like Uber and. Oh, I forgot uh, about that. I did I start a business? The alpaca business. Remember that? I had the jackets from Ecuador. Did I tell you about that? No. I never told you about that? No. Oh, so between the the Scott Trade job that was a uh, stockbroker and the tech company, service source, there was actually like six, almost a year, I would say, that I was unemployed, like trying to figure shit out. And I was like, what do I do? Because I wanted to stay in Colorado, but I couldn't afford it. I had to go back home. Yeah. And so I had probably, I don't know, like five grand left savings mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, because my rent was eating everything up, and I was like, all right, buying a ticket to Ecuador, and I know Colorado likes hippie stuff, yeah. so I literally bought these comfort sweaters, brought like 400 of them back with me. Um, funny story, the yeah. first time, I didn't bring 400, I only brought like probably 100 the first yeah. time, and I brought them in big black duffel bags. Did you get stopped at customs or something? Or? Dude, I was blacklisted forever. From Ecuador or from the United States? What do you mean? So, it's called textiles. And you have to pay taxes for that. Yeah, because that's a that's a that's, that's not an it's a resource. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to smuggle them in and down. Yeah. It was in Houston. I love that because without even realizing, you know, like you're breaking, I don't know if it's a federal <laughs> law, but like you're like smuggling. Oh my gosh, like, dude! And think of me. I'm a I'm a I, when I was like in like right out of college, I was a young kid. I can't remember. I still remember this because. I had a cart, you know, those airport carts with a bunch of black bags. Yeah, and they're probably like, what the fuck you, is this? And, and you know where it tells you, like, agriculture, like, you know. Yeah, you, yeah, livestock or, like, food. And I was just, just going you're supposed, to the middle. You're supposed to like, announce all that, yeah. yeah. And I was just going to the middle. And the merchant <laughs> customs people, like. This is my carry-on. <laughs> they look at me, he's like, what, what is all this? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, it's gifts. Did you, so you knew what you were doing, kind of? 
kind of. I yeah. Thought, I, I, you thought you were like living in the gray area and it wasn't that big of a deal? Yeah, or? that's that's kind of my reality. So first thing I did, I, I called my dad. I was like, dad, I, I'm getting searched and... Detained uh, at the airport. Detained. I was arrested. I was handcuffed. And um, so I'm, I'm in the whatever customs and they're going through all these bags. They literally thought I had drugs on me because, I mean, they're huge black duffel bags. Like the yeah. long ones, the ski bag black ones. So think oh, about shit. five okay. of those. Okay, okay, yeah. Five of those. And I'm by myself, you're like, your passport, uh, your, it says you were there for two weeks. Did you need this? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. These are all gifts. They're like, for who? Like, yeah. and, and literally, they start, like, Googling me. Like, they start, like, searching, like, are you trying to sell these? What are you trying to do? Yeah. And I hope this doesn't incriminate me. But. <laughs> yeah, usually it's better to not incriminate yourself. But, yeah. I mean, you. They check, they let you go? So, um, they asked, what are these for? And I was like, well, Google my name. I'm a soccer player at this university. Oh. And the soccer team has over, like, if you think of the staff and everything. Yeah, you got women, men, everybody. and then you got workers. And yeah. I said, guys, I'm just bringing them as gifts for my team. And they Googled my name, and it came up. I was a soccer player at this university, and it worked, dude. I okay. literally walked out of there, like, so lucky. That's fucking hilarious. I don't know how I thought of that so quick. But I was like, wow, I just got away with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So that was my first entrepreneur, like... Like, doing, I'm doing it, yeah. I'm doing it. And then after that, I did legally. Like, I paid taxes. Uh -huh. I reported it. When you, when, you did that, when you did it legally, did you sell them? Yeah, I sold them in Boulder at a store on uh, Pearl Street. Uh, made pretty good money on them. You actually. sold them all? Like, yeah. With, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, I started getting into it pretty hard. And then... Um, I got a job, seriously. Yeah. And I stopped doing it as much, and I just went up there. She she took 35% commission, and I just picked up a check every weekend uh, from all the sweaters. And I ran out eventually, and I was like, I need to go big on this. So then I ordered 400 and created a website. Yeah. Websites. See, I've been talking about doing e-commerce for a while now, yeah. but like it's like, uh, I don't know. Right now, the market is so like watches and shit. Everybody Everybody's like, selling shit. Yeah. 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 So... I, I opened, I paid, you know, I did a website and everything. It didn't go so well. Like, it wasn't really getting traction. I wasn't really good at marketing. I was going to say, were you doing, like, did you know anything about PPC and no, shit like that? No, yeah. and, and so it got some sold, some didn't. But by that time, I was, like, trying to hustle at work. Yeah, right. Trying to figure other stuff out. The Airbnb came up then. I started there. Yeah, so there's I, only so much time in the day, in the week. Yeah. So, yeah, it was great for that stand. Made some good money off it. Paid it all. Great experience. Now I know how to do import, export. Like I have connections in Denver at the airlines. Like how much it costs to send them. Uh, like I have connections in Ecuador that can like I could ask for anything. Send me, and I know how much I'm gonna pay for taxes here. Um, where to go to customs to, to get it? They it's crazy. It's a process. Like there, yeah. there's a reason they're called brokers. Yeah. Like, these people that broker like imports from China and all this stuff. Right. There's a lot of paperwork you have to fill out. So like. One of the things I realized is you could technically make sweaters that have Bronco symbols on, but they will be stopped in Denver at the airport. You're not allowed to put trademarks. Right. It's well, yeah, but I didn't know that it would be stopped at the airport. I would have thought it would just it would be up to the Broncos to seek that out and like sue you. <clears throat> so when it's it gets to the so at the airport, there's all these other buildings and they're uh, like Airbus and stuff that yeah, bring is there like a stuff. patent center there? And so or you when you get your stuff, they actually transport it to an office of customs. Yeah, and they go through your stuff to see if anything has trademarks. That's pretty crazy. So yeah, you okay. can't smuggle shit like yeah. that. I thought of when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl the first time. I thought of making a bunch of them with Seahawks things. Yeah, you can't do it. 
I learned, I learned that, like, I was trying to do it. And That's too funny. Yeah, dude, I, I tried so many things, but it worked out. I mean, I still have, guys, if you're interested in alpaca sweaters, I still have a couple hundred still this left. This is your guy right here. It's right getting here. cold. It's getting cold. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, did, I, I played a bit in that world, too, man. I've done a lot. It's just yeah. crazy. Well, that's what I like. It's like, just do as much as you can. Try everything. Fail fast. Fail fast. And move on or move on, stick fast. with it if it works. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Obviously, the Airbnb thing is something that you're like, I've got the hang of it, well. right? And you know what you're doing now. Yeah. Cool. Airbnb is a great one. Dude, well, this has been great. I love this. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to have to split this into two episodes <laughs> because like we covered so much. Um, I think I will actually maybe do like a part one or part two, but this is excellent. I feel like Listeners, you can you can get some ideas from a hustler himself here. You just try it a lot and and figure out what works for you and just get creative. Um, but yeah, Dennis, thanks so much, dude. No, I appreciate it, dude. Yeah. Anything that. that you other than your alpaca situation? Do you still have that website? Yeah. Where can people buy the alpaca, alpaca shit? Alpaca. Plug, plug your alpaca yeah, shit. Yeah, www.alpacaday, which is D-E-N-D-E-S, A-N-D-E-S dot com. You can still buy stuff on there. The website's still open and operational. I just keep it at this point because people do randomly order like a couple yeah. sweaters a year. Boom, hit. Yeah, yeah, it's just an easy like like How I said. How much do the sweaters go for? Uh, I sell them for fifty a piece. Okay. Yeah, some are a hundred because they're just more pure alpaca. Okay. I just look through the okay. website, guys, and uh, they're waterproof naturally. So if it rains on them, because they're animals that live in the mountains, high mountains, uh-huh. so the water just floats on top. So if you ever see, I actually natural, didn't know that. Yeah, so they're pretty warm, pretty comfy. All the friends I have, it's they're snug. Is this one of the alpacas? Yeah, dude, right here. You guys, like, look at this thing. It, they're, you know, it has a little, you know, it's, it's a different, it's very Colorado. But it is very Colorado. Yeah, it's very comfy, though, and I use it anytime I go on bonfires because you don't want to get your nice Patagonia, like, little burn holes on it. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Don't, you don't want it to be stinking like bonfires. Absolutely. So these are the perfect sweaters. All you do is throw them in the wash. And they're, cold they're water. warm. Yeah, cold water and a little bit of soap, and they're, and they're warm and Boom. easy to take care of, man. Yeah. That makes sense. And then people can find your Airbnb listing by just looking up houses oh, in, in Airbnb. Yeah, West Highlands, guys. Check it out. Uh, it's called the Luxury Victorian. Is that what you called the house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Luxury Victorian. Do you have yourself as Dennis uh, uh, no, or do you? I have... think I have Dennis's Airbnb as the LLC that okay. belongs to. But when you go on Airbnb, it just says, uh, I think it says my name, Dennis Regalado. Okay. That's me and my wife's picture on there. But I've been doing this for a long time, guys. <laughs> like, We'll take care of you. Uh, check it out. Pretty nice house, big yard, and uh, no, it's good. We're walking distance from Lululemon. Nice. Boom! I was actually thinking about going there after this, but then I'm like, no, 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 no. Dude, I know Lululemon. It's tempting. So nice, it would be tempting right? to be like, a, like I just got a fat commission check. You know what? Here's another hack. Whenever you go to Lululemon, uh, ask ask the girls there if there's any promotions coming up. Yeah. Because they get internal promotions, and I don't know. Just be like, hey, is there any way I could because they don't well I know the nursing stuff they do the but that's they're like very strict about all yeah, that yeah. shit yeah. but I'm talking about the employees like they get internal promotions but dude for them they're making I don't know how much an hour yeah it's promotions for them to buy more Lulu clothes maybe they need cash yeah and it's actually cheaper for you to be like I'll take that and I'll give you some cash on the side yeah but they'll get fired if they get caught doing that just don't yeah I know I because I've read about that online but okay best come up I ever had you know the commuter pants the Lululemon ones they're like $128. Yeah, so I got yeah, a pair and I fucking love them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then I went to this Lululemon outlet store. I don't think it was an outlet store, but it was in an outlet mall. And this is in Orlando. And they had them for $30. So I got a, I got one of the pair of those for $30. And then I have the other pair for fucking 125 
So uh, they but, last forever. Yeah, that, that, and and they have a warranty, I think, on that. Yeah, show. they do. And that's another thing. Um, clothes that has lifetime warranty. Yeah, LL Bean, Patagonia, uh, Patagonia. Yeah. Uh, Marmot. Okay, I've I've seen the store so, down here. Here's a hack: buy one pair of jeans you own for the rest of your life. Yeah, people do that with Nike shoes. Yes, they they like because like uh, Nike cleats. Yeah. Uh, every year, maybe just like. Maybe they naturally get a hole in it, which actually cleats do. You don't realize that it's all Nike shoes. Yeah, all Nike, all, all Nike, Nike, everything, shoes. every two years, yeah. or within the two-year period, yeah. you can, uh, if there's a defect with it, which... Or or if you have the one of those nice credit cards, MS Platinum or Chase Sapphire Reserve, it always extends one more year on whatever warranty you buy. Okay, I didn't know that. I have the reserve. I yeah. love the reserve. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's cool. another thing. I did the credit card game hack. I know that's yeah, yeah, yeah. info. I just, I talked about it on the last episode, one oh, of my did? last episodes about how I used the Apple card yeah. to get like the iPhone, but then like you just pay it off early and shit. I have like, nine credit cards, man. I don't pay for any trips. Yeah. Everything upgraded. That's, that's what I'm working on doing more because before I was just like, I just want to get the most out of Chase Sapphire. But now I'm like, I just got a different Chase card to, yeah. Just, don't ever close credit cards, guys. Yeah. Uh, just FYI, that'll hurt your credit. Keep them open. Downgrade. A, zero a free one, yeah. yeah that's, that's another thing. I mean, we can talk about credit cards all day, man. I I play with those cards so much. Yeah, it's just I like cycling them. Those and then bank accounts too. Uh, like for for sign up bonuses, like moving your savings account. Just remember, As, don't do it too much because that does hit your credit. Every which time. one? The opening a bank account. They check your credit every time. Well, I guess the most recent one I did was Chase, and I already have a Chase. You already have Chase. I have the, so, car, the credit cards. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just FYI, if you do that, the people yeah. that do that, uh, they don't realize it does hit your credit. I didn't know that. Opening yeah. a bank account hits your credit score? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do it. Well, you can only really do it once every six months anyway, because yes. they make you keep your money there for yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Two, yeah. two thousand a year is probably not that bad. That's another thing. Maybe if you just do it once a year, too. Yeah. It's still 200 bucks for doing nothing. nothing. Moving your money to another bank for another bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's really no... And then, if you work, in, if you work internationally or travel internationally... Uh, people don't realize this. Charles Schwab. I don't know if any other banks do this. You can pull out cash for free from any ATM in any other country. I didn't know that. That's cool. It's a hack. Yeah. So you know, whenever you go to any other country, you go to the exchange access here to get cash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Charge you crazy fees. Right. Yeah. Now open a chain. Uh, Charles. But what Schwab I just use is I use the, the travel. But I guess you still need cash. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah, that's the thing to do, guys. Like Charles Schwab, free. Okay, that's who I have my brokerage account with. Maybe yeah, I just yeah. need to open up Easy. a checking account with them or yeah. something. That's dope. It's a good I actually have a bank account in England too. So, cause Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Cool, dude. Well, this is great. Listeners, I hope you tuned in. I hope you listen again. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Thanks so much. Peace.